Welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Suntress here, very excited to debut Word Balloon 101. That's right, uh, back to school. We've got a lot of great podcasts coming in the weeks ahead that not only came from Terrificon, but also a couple other recent ones that I feel fit this back-to-school motif. Coming up in the days and weeks ahead, you're going to hear things like The Secrets Behind the Infinity Gauntlet with Jim Starlin, Ron Lynn, and Joe Rubenstein. You're also going to hear an 80 Years of Superman panel featuring incredible creators. A Robin panel with creators uh, starting with Denny O'Neill and ending with Pete Tomasi and Tim Seeley. And uh, you've got Mike Barr and Jim Starlin in between. A great Marvel Cosmic conversation with Jim Starlin and Roy Thomas. The Psychology of Wolverine with Dr. Susanna Flores and Roy Thomas. All this stuff is coming up. And uh, at the convention, it had that echoey room uh, and had that feel of a Google Talk or even better, kind of a high school or university lecture. So that's why we've got this framing work of Word Balloon 101. And that's why I'm milling right now through the hallways uh, trying to get ready for uh, the first one. First one, the uh, subject is uh, political science. And uh, the subject also is Mike Norton and his new image book, Little Donnie, Executive Privilege. A great book. Uh, Mike started a comic strip online in response to the 2016 election. And, uh, you know, he hasn't stopped yet. He's in year two now, but uh, Executive Privilege covers the first year. And uh, Mike is at his satiric best. He captures the Trump administration quite well in his depictions. Uh, it's a very, very funny book if you haven't been reading it online. You can stay up to date now. He, it's on his Twitter feed. It's on his Facebook page. And also, it's part of the uh, Comics Go website, uh, which is the former United Press syndication for comic strips. Here in Chicago, we had the Chicago Tribune. So uh, that was Dick Tracy and Peanuts, uh, to name uh, just a couple. I believe Kathy was part of that as well. They still exist. They have new ownership. Mike mentions who it is. Um, but they've picked up Mike's strip, which is insane. They also run Doonesbury, by the way. So uh, Mike's in good company. And in fact, was uh, nominated for a Rubin Award last year for Little Donnie. Um, I'll be honest, if you're, uh, if you're a Trump supporter, you're not going to like this episode. Uh, but if you're not and, and outraged at what's happening right now uh, in the presidential administration... Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Mike Norton talking about his comic strip, Little Donnie, and his first collection through Image, Executive Privilege. That's what's happening in class today on Word Balloon 101. It's all brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you very much, League, for your support. As a thank you, you're getting advanced courses uh, eventually uh, within uh, August and September, possibly dripping into October. I'll be releasing all the Terrificon panels and uh, the other uh, Word Balloon 101-related uh, podcasts uh, to the Patreon uh, people first. But uh, it'll be dripping out weekly. Uh, I'm, I'm dropping two episodes today. You're, the other uh, episode that's coming today is a look at current events through Marvel. That's, uh, that's the subject, current events. And we've got C.B. Sabolsky, Nick Spencer, and Charles Soule. So right now, the League of Word Balloon listeners have access to Lesson 3, The Psychology of Wolverine with Roy Thomas and author Dr. Susanna Flores. Also, the Black Panther panel featuring Don McGregor, Christopher Priest, Afua Richardson, and Bob Almond. It was a fantastic panel. And then also Lesson 1, the DC romance comics of the 1960s, featuring a conversation between Paul Kupperberg 
and editor Barbara Freelander. Really great stuff. All three of those. I'm going to add more. The 80s Superman tribute panel featuring Roger Stern, Jerry Ordway, Paul Kupperberg, Pete Tomasi. Incredible panel. Robin, and uh, that was an amazing panel. Danny O'Neill, Mike Barr, Jim Starlin, Tim Seeley, and Pete Tomasi all talking about the boy wonder. Very funny debate. Like I said, the Marvel Cosmic panel is coming. The Infinity Gauntlet coverage is coming. Lots of this stuff. And uh, the League of Word Balloon listeners will get the first crack at it. So if you'd like to contribute to Patreon, there's a little thank you in getting some advanced uh, lessons during this Word Balloon 101 period. I hope you'll consider subscribing to Word Balloon. Uh, Is Word Balloon worth a dollar a month? Is it worth the price of a comic book a month? Um, You're helping me get to conventions, make connections, and uh, give you some of the incredible conversations that I'm able to give you weekly here at wordballoon.com. If you'd like to subscribe to Word Balloon, Go to wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad there on the front page, or you can go to patreon.com slash wordballoon. So thank you very much, League of Word Balloon listeners. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at instocktrades.com. Wow, we're reaching back for some incredible Mike Norton product at instocktrades.com. There's Loaded Bible, Volume 1, uh, a great collaboration with Tim Seeley. Uh, it's just 42% off, $9.85. There are Runaways trades that he did with Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, Live Fast is 42% off. It's $9.85. Uh, volume 7, uh, the Live Fast Digest is also 42% uh, off. It's $5.79. Mike also worked on Justice Society America with Mark Guggenheim. And uh, that volume is called Supertown. $8.69 for that one. There's Battle Pug, his fantastic hardcover. We discussed Battle Pug briefly in our conversation. Uh, that's written and drawn by Mike. It's uh, Volume 1 is 42% off $8.69. And then, of course, Revival. Uh, volume 1, start at the beginning. Tim Seeley, Mike Norton, you're among friends. 42% off $7.53. Just a tip of the iceberg of Mike Norton material available at InStockTrades.com. We'll tell you more on the uh, next break, but you're going to find great books at great prices at InStockTrades.com. Okay, before we get started, once again, I won't deny it. Mike and I are not the biggest fans of the president, so if that kind of conversation offends you, uh, you might want to jump off now. But if it doesn't and you enjoy irreverent political humor and want to hear how Mike uh, goes through the process of uh, creating his little Donnie strips, then I think you're going to enjoy this. This was recorded at Challengers Comics this week, just this past Wednesday. That's when the book came out. Mike did a big signing there. And afterwards, we sat down. It's also my first Twitch video. So if you're interested in uh, checking out uh, the video perspective of it, uh, it turned out terrific. And I can't wait to share more Twitch videos with you in the future. It's uh, The channel is called Word Balloon. So if you go to Twitch and search for Word Balloon, all one word, you'll see the Word Balloon logo and our first video, this conversation with Mike Norton. But for now, enjoy the audio. Maybe you're on the treadmill and, uh, you know, you're not able to, uh, you don't want to look at the phone. You want to you watch the news and see what the Trump administration is doing today as opposed to uh, watching Mike talk. That way you can listen to Mike and, and see the headlines. You know, they got the, uh, the graphics up. They always tell you what they're talking about. And sadly, it doesn't change hour to hour. So uh, listen to our conversation live from Challengers now. Class in session. Here's Mike Norton on Word Balloon. So I don't know if you know, Mike, I've been doing, um, with all the panels that I got at Terrificon, yeah. they sounded like college lectures. 
Okay. So I am framing this, given that we're in the back to school session, as we're Balloon 101. Oh, cool. And you're representing the poli sci. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> exactly. I never took one of those classes in college, so I'm probably a bad representation of that. Well, I suspect a lot of political cartoonists didn't do it either in, in the, over the years. It, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. This is like, I'm definitely late to the game on this. This is like something that I admitted. I'm probably like a lot of people that you know, don't act until it affects them sort of thing, you know, so I don't know. This wasn't an interest of mine from from an early age. Like, I, I knew people that went into political science. I lived with, actually I had a roommate that was a political science major, and uh, I think he voted for Trump, so. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I've been a fan of political cartooning, uh, along with uh, the regular comic books and comic strips. And, uh, yeah, obviously this was a reaction to the election. I, first of all, let's jump back, because this isn't your first comic strip, per se. You did, uh, I, I know you were not happy with the final episode of Lost, and that inspired <laughs> a good comic strip run. I forgot that I did that. You know what? I was fine with the last episode of okay. Lost. I was just I was just more making, I, I love to make fun of things that I, that I like. Okay. A lot of people don't get that. They think that, oh, if you're making fun of it, then you must have hated it. But no, I just like to make, I like to poke holes in things that I love. I mean, if I'm making fun of you, it means I probably like you. Otherwise, I, I, I wouldn't talk about you at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, how, how many of those did I do? I, I did quite a few you of them. I did quite a few of these lost strips when the show was on the air for nobody because I don't even think... Well, we saw them. All of your friends saw them. Yeah, all you, all you guys saw them, but I, don't, I didn't put them online or anything, I don't think. I liked... Uh, God, I can't even remember the characters' names, but it was the Australian woman that was pregnant, and when she uh, oh, her little weird goat uh, baby, goat baby, goat, <laughs> goat skull baby. Yeah, that was in the show, though. That was I really do. weird. I remember absolutely, man. It yeah. was great to see the goat, comic goat show. skull baby. Yeah. So that was kind of your warm up, and then you know, obviously, was it clearly it was the the election, or was it any immediate actions that? The president made that that inspired this. Um, yeah, I mean, the only reason to do it was because of, I mean, the election. The election. I mean, it shouldn't have happened. I mean, that shouldn't have happened. It's it, even. I I know there are, you know crazy red hat people out there that think this all went the right way, but this isn't. It's in what's happening right now is insane. There's a reality TV star. As president, I mean, you can make fun of Ronald Reagan for being in movies, but he had a history of being a politician. Yeah, he was a little politician longer than he was a movie star. You and, could argue that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like he, he, uh, this guy, this I mean, made a living kicking people out of houses and being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 so it's just like you look around, and you're like, you feel like you're. Steve McQueen and the Blob, where you're like, "Hey, there's a blob coming. Why aren't you guys moving?" Nobody's yeah, nobody's <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. And so, uh, but now, but it's like everybody is Steve McQueen, and nobody's still moving. So it's yeah. uh, the only thing. I uh, literally the least I can do as a as a straight white male in society, other than give money to causes, is 
to do this, you know, because it's just it's it's impotent rage on my part. It's just me yelling into a voice, me screaming into a pillow, you know. So if people like it, I'm, I'm happy about it. But I, I understand its place in the world. I don't think I'm I'm uh, you know changing the world. No, no, yeah. not at all. I mean, well, I appreciate I appreciate that people like it, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's. So first, you, did you just put it on like your Facebook page and on Twitter? Did you have a dedicated website for it? Because you know, I want to see did, how it got to syndication. What obviously. I did was, you know, at right after the election, everybody was stunned for a while. At least people that I knew. Yeah. Uh, were stunned for a while. And then uh, there was sort of like a recuperation period. And then there was a uh, the other side really going... Uh, online going uh, well because uh, people he was like well they they didn't tech he didn't technically win and so the other side's going well a bunch of snowflakes that's when snow snowflakes started early yeah yeah and so I made a little tiny comic strip about snowflakes okay? <laughs> like a guy who was like yelling at his radio about snowflakes and then he goes outside and is the the, his house collapses because of the snowfall, snowdrift on top of it. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember what it's like. Because I did a comic strip when I was in college, but it wasn't political, and it was a gag. So I remember coming up with, a, like, a joke every week. Uh, but I remember it's like, oh, yeah, that kind of scratches an itch. It's very, it's a creative outlet to try and come up with a, a joke under very tight constraints, which is essentially what a gag strip is. Um, so I, I thought about it for a while, and I was mostly thinking about uh, Sean Spicer, because he seemed like such a weird guy in this. And then I read more about him, and the, like the whole thing about him being into like anime, in like didn't know that yeah in like anime conventions and stuff like he had been to them and stuff like wow. that wow actually that makes that sort of humanizes yeah, him yeah yeah right you know. and then you know then he has this weird like hatred for dipping dots and stuff like that the ice cream yeah like Insane. he like he like many tweets of his where he's talking about dipping dots is not the ice cream of the future that kind of stuff <laughs> it's like that's a weird thing for a guy to say maybe I should do an executive order on yeah. uh, dipping dots so I was like I'm going to make a like wouldn't it be funny if the, the, this guy who 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 loves anime and, and manga if I just did like this like lone wolf and cub style like <laughs> thing of, of him like going through this town of like reporters and stuff and, and like this is what he's thinking in his head meanwhile he's just this Schlub. little schlubby guy yeah. you know straightening his, his too big suit on him you know and, period yes um, but then I was like you know that's a lot of work to do about this one guy and uh and then I started thinking, and, and by that time, Trump was already doing all kinds of ridiculous stuff. And yeah, and I put it on hold. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I've got too much stuff to do. Yeah, you do. And uh, <laughs> but then I forgot what it, I think it, what it was was the it was the Muslim band, I think. Sure. And he that he was signing all these executive orders like he was actually doing something. Yeah. And that's why the first strip is literally. Him signing a ban on high fives. Right. Yes, he's with Steve Bannon. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna do all of them, you know, and I'll make a strip about them. 
and I was fired up. I did like, you know, three or four a week. Sometimes, you know, I did one daily, you know, for a little while. And uh, I was fired up. It really kind of helped me out. Um, but that's like two years now. Yeah, you're into your second year. I'm you're close to almost close to the end of the second yeah, year. Yeah, I'm a little tired. No. <laughs> well, and uh, gee, I'm really sorry. There's not much to write about anymore. I know, right? We're recording this literally the day after uh, Manafort was, uh, you know, convicted for his uh, money laundering and tax evasion, and Michael Cohen, Cohen uh, also for tax evasion and, and implicated. And, yes, yeah. indeed, and, yeah. indeed, and staying in the uh, uh, in the plea bargain that he was uh, paying off. Stormy Daniels and uh, Karen McDougal under the direction of a candidate that was running for federal office, as it says in the but actual legal documents. But, but we all know who Sarah that is. says that's ridiculous. That's right. Well, and again, because he hasn't been indicted himself yet, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I watched the press conference today. Did you watch I, it? I don't watch them because it gets my blood pressure up. So how? Well, then, beyond, like, so do you read about things the next day? I and read then them after the fact. Okay. Because I mean, there's, I mean, there's so much information about any given subject. To watch it while it, I feel like that's almost too much. I think that that might kill me. I understand. Yeah, I do understand. I, you know, like there's 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 peers of mine, like Kevin McGuire. You mm -hmm. know, the uh, yes, he, very political. He 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 watches it all. He's watching yeah. C-SPAN while he's drawing and stuff. I was like, I I shoot myself. Yeah, I understand. And honestly, I go through waves yeah. where I either listen or watch. I knew and then and then the reach. I knew during the election when I was like watching like debates and stuff, I was like, I can't do this. Oh my god! This is like this is like watching uh, the Super Bowl, Bowl or the World World Cup every day. You know, it's like my yeah. heart's gonna give out. Well, and also, honestly, from a debate standpoint, you had Hillary Clinton, who was very polished and had done debates for a long time, and then uh, to me, it felt like. Trump was like a third grader who hadn't read the book report. It, 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 treasure Island, it's about an island and treasure. Do you remember the old Saturday Night Live skit where John Lovett is is uh, is Michael Dukakis and he's going, I can't believe I'm lo losing to this guy. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's like. Thousand points of light. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Except back then it's like Bush the first makes this guy look like him. Oh my god. Oh, he's a well, honestly, say what you will about his politics. George Bush was a statesman. Yeah. And and it's, was it was his job. That's yes. what he did. Yes. He knew how to freaking talk to and people. And he also understood government. He understood the way it worked. Didn't buck it just because. I mean, again, as I'm sure you've made fun of an executive privilege. We should hold up the book. Hold up the book for a second. Dark Horse has uh, collected your no, comic strips. Image, image comics. Pardon me. No, image has has uh, collected this or no, you no, have yourself. With, with Dark Horse. So so did you suggest this then to Image or did 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 you I, just decide on your own. I mean, well, when it first started, there were a couple of other publishers that uh, contacted me, and I talked to them. And you know, for other reasons, one or the other, I decided I wasn't I wasn't for me, or or we couldn't decide on something. And I asked Image, and Image is basically you're 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 essentially self-publishing at Image, except that they yeah. they do everything right. They're they're good that way, and okay. uh, um, and and they were definitely open to it. I think Eric Stevenson is is um, is trying to put out more of that. I mean, Pia Guerra has a book next month right after mine, 
that is a, a collection of her comic strips that she's done for the nib about Trump. So, me I'm the not, people is that what me the me people? the people? Yeah, that's okay. definitely what it is. And uh, uh, we're, I mean. I'm not the only one, so. I feel like Brian Lamb on book notes on C-SPAN, so I've got your book here. <laughs> and I want to read the afterword that uh, Pia Guerra from Why the Last Man wrote. <laughs> um, like many of us, Mike Norton became angry with the Trump administration's daily assault on American democracy. But instead of letting this rage eat him alive, as he's just described, he directed it outwards using his br brilliant skills as a comic book creator. The result is a savage body of work. Using the one weapon, the orange one and his cronies can't and will never grasp. Fierce, insightful humor. Mike's cartoons are a much-needed pause in the chaos, a moment to laugh, to reflect, to take a deep breath for the important fight ahead, and to remind us all we have a voice. We only have to step up and use it. I like that. Yeah, she's very nice. I, I'm a big fan of Pia's. Oh, yeah. Um, I told her at a comic convention, I was like, I'm a huge fan. I have, I have uh, Why the Last Man art on my on my wall and I, you know, I read their last issue and it made me cry yeah you know ampersand oh, oh my god um, okay okay and she and she was like oh I, I read battle pug i like yours now i was Excellent. like oh my god so um so i have a quote on her book too oh that's cool that's i, nice. I think they shaved it down because she also has sarah sarah silverman on her so oh, wow. like, i'm and like oh I'm, I'm fine with that i'm okay and uh, Daniel Kibblesmith uh, writes the forward. Yeah, uh, the, of Marvel uh, fame and uh, Colbert, Colbert show. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that's nice. Yep, yep. Now, and you mentioned Battle Pug. Now, that also is a webcomic, but in a different sense. You were doing like a page a week, right, with Battle Pug? Mm -hmm. And do you still do a page a week? Like, where is Battle Pug in the uh, volumes these days? Uh, well, it's it's that, that story is done. Right. And I'm working on bringing that back. Uh, sometime next year, also with Image. Okay. Um, but it will be comic book form. Oh, okay. So I'm trying something different. Uh, the the first Battle Pug was a complete experiment, and now I'm coming at it from a whole like uh, doing it the way that I do, or you know, yeah, um, as a comic, comic book person. Yeah. You know, before it was like, let's see what these web comics are about. You know, so. Sure. We'll let the ambulance go by. That's fine. <laughs> Bye. The um, there we go. It's, you know, Dick Cavett. I've been watching Dick Cavett reruns, and his studio was on a very busy street, and you literally, you could fire, totally hear really? fire fire engines and uh, am, ambulances. That's hilarious. So yes, I'm talking now to Gore Vidal, and we'll pause for the ambulance. <laughs> totally, it's hilarious. So back to little Donnie, um, and it shouldn't surprise me, but I have to say, you really do capture. Uh, the Trump administration quite well, and and truly everyone. And it's I love. Uh, first of all, too, I, I love the fact, given that you're able to do it in color. If this were in a daily newspaper, it would be probably in black and white. And we might miss some of the subtleties, like when Stephen Miller shows up. He's always in darkness yeah. and in he's shadows. He's a slender man. He is slender. I, I I've taken. <laughs> Uh, well, the, the thing for me is that I have to be interested in it to do it in the first place. And, you know, the problem I have with most political cartoons is they they literally label things for you. Like they, uh, like a, 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 pers a, a public figure will have his name on his chest and stuff like that. They, they, they kind of dumb it down. And I wanted to make it... Like the same way I do comics, whereas like if I can't tell a story without dialogue, then I'm not doing my job. So 
I sort of like take the thing that these characters remind me of, like you know, Kellyanne reminded me of like this banshee that just comes out of nowhere. So I <laughs> literally made her a banshee, and 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 Stephen Miller is the Slender Man. He lives under your bed, and he comes out all spidery, and he probably has eaten a human or two in his lifetime. Probably. Lifetimes, probably. So. And and uh, and you know, Steve Bannon's falling apart. Yes. And uh, all that kind of stuff. I, and 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 I realize this stuff that probably people older than me uh, the the well not you I'm talking I'm talking about I'm talking pe- about like people like my my in-laws okay or Couple decades older than you yeah who who watch Fox News mm-hmm. or read political comics cartoons in their paper uh, they they don't get like references to Etrigan the demon or hey, that's true. Or, or you know, the kind of stuff that I'm doing, and I'm like, that's because I'm making it for me. I'm doing this for so I feel better. I hope that somebody else thinks it's funny, but that's not my, my, my Demo. primary yeah. uh, mission with this. Right, right. And I, I, I feel selfish when I say that, but I am. I'm selfish. I'm sorry. I, I'm doing this. This is uh, cathartic. Yeah, it's an exercise in, you know, creative pettiness. <laughs> well, you put a lot of thought in it, man, so it is a little more than that. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, a, a lot of people put more thought into it. If you look at Twitter on any given day, oh, there are a lot Lord. of people that, that spend a lot of time on their creative pettiness. Well, but, um, all right, outside of the comics community, I don't know how you quantify this. Do you know what kind of readership? Again, well, let's get to, so um, you put this out. You're put, you're, are you putting it out initially on, just on Facebook? Are you putting it out on a website before uh, Go Comics got into it? Originally, I was doing it on on, on Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Then I made a website for it. I have no idea what the readership was. I don't even on my own comic books that come out, like from Marvel or DC. I never look at numbers. Okay. It's probably not a good thing. I should probably pay attention to that stuff. Um, but I feel like it's going to. If I like get depressed, if nobody's reading it, I won't make it or something like that. So I just don't look. I I, I haven't done that since maybe 2013. Wow, <laughs> it's been a long time. So uh, um, when I got hooked up with Go Comics, um, I I they don't tell me what the audience is. Okay, but I do get uh, per click uh, royalty. Okay. So I make some money. Yeah, you so see I assume people are reading it because right. I wasn't making money before. So. That's well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Because obviously, comic strips are an re- interesting point right now. Right. Um, Vogue Comics is the Tribune's uh, syndication it is, company. Yeah. Right? It well, no, it Tell is, me, LA it is Times? A- Andrews McMeal Syndicate, which okay. is, used to be the. Uh, um, there were two main syndicates. There was King and yes. United. I think this used yes. to be United. It's oh, Andrews okay. McMeal now. Oh, and now the okay. base house at Kansas City. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I think they're probably the only syndicate now. I don't know. I, well, King's don't still, quote me on that. King is still, you um, know, they, they're doing. But it. these guys, I mean, they have Garfield and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Calvin and Hobbes and mm-hmm. Nancy and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Do they have other political? Do they? Oh, have tons, tons. Well, they have. They have Doonesbury, right? They have Doonesbury. Yes. Well, and that's why maybe that was my uh, 
supposition that it was uh, Tribune because right. those, are, those are the Tribunes, the Chicago Tribune. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, those are those strengths. are the outlets that pick them up, right. right? Right. And so, I mean, I haven't managed. I mean, that's the reason. I had a friend that works for the Times that suggested that I submit. Which Times? New York? Uh, New York Times. Okay. Uh, suggested that I submit to the, what's that big one? Pulitzer. Oh, and wow. I was like, sure. but their, uh, their requirements are that you have been published in one of the outlets. And I, I have only been on the Go Comics site. Right. So, so you've I, only been digital. I don't, you're not I don't in a physical qualify, yeah. newsprint yeah. paper. So if there are any newspapers, there we go, man. Bloomington Panagraph, I think. Yeah, there. What, whatever, whatever gets me in. I understand that. No, but um, there the is nickel, the nickel saver, or whatever it is, at the grocery no. store. <laughs> the uh, I mean, I remember when it was the penny saver. Penny saver. That's what I meant. Penny right. saver. It probably is the nickel. To nickel. It's probably probably with inflation is the nickel saver these days. Well, no, but um, in in addition to the Pulitzer, which obviously is the journalism award, there is the Rubin. Which yes, is I got nominated strips. for that. You, yeah, man, that's dude. That's Milton Kniff, Charles Schultz. Oh, I, I'm you, you know the you're happy happy to the Ruben. I'm super happy about. Yeah, it. man, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, um, as as uh, Battle Pug was actually nominated as well. Um, I'm super excited about. Actually, a little more so than like any of the like comic industry ones because I feel like that's something that there's a wider audience. I mean, sure. that's that's everybody. That's not just yeah. people in a very niche market, but. Uh, I, uh, it's, uh, yeah, there are other people in, unfortunately, that I have to compete against, so <laughs> we haven't, we haven't, we haven't won. I lost to, uh, Gemma Carell, who, uh, oddly enough, is another pug-related cartoonist. I didn't know that. Yeah, and she is very famous from, like, Facebook for doing, like, these very, uh, very cute and quirky comics about anxiety and depression and often they have pugs in them. I'm a huge fan. I wonder I've, if she I, was at the Eisner's last year and won. Uh, I don't know, but I have been to Pugfest with her two years in a row. So uh, she's uh, I, I, I admire and enjoy her work. Do the Trumps have a presidential pet? No. No, noticeably so. I think on purpose. I don't think he does. Well. I, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't think. What? Can you imagine him with a dog? <laughs> Get it out of here. That thing be dead in a week. Or just like trembling in the corner. I mean, it would be with Baron. Peeing all the time. Bar it would be Baron's dog. Yeah, yeah. That's well, yeah. Well, I would imagine. I hope he has something. I would imagine that Socks was. Uh, I mean, the other Chelsea the, the older cat. kids kill animals. They don't. <laughs> I mean, I would hope. I mean, that's one of the strips is that there are bear traps and stuff all over the lawn. <laughs> I liked uh, the Easter egg hunt. And, oh, uh, right, with her secret message. And uh, Melania's got a message for a kid. Save me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's Dude. when I felt bad for her. I don't feel bad for her anymore. I understand. Did you make fun of, and again, it's this year, this uh, executive privilege only covers the first year, as it should. Um, we'll see how long the... Uh, term lasts. There will be at least another one, I'm oh, sure. Okay. I just another came up year, with, I came another, up yeah, with I a name for the second volume year. today. Oh, yeah. do you want to reveal it or not? I think it'll be called Use Your Collusion Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, hey man, for the people that uh, are on his side and are like, let's wrap this investigation up, I'm always like, uh, it took 24 months yeah. for Nixon to resign. 24 months, and we're only in... How long was uh, all the Clinton stuff going on? A year, more than that. Yeah. Much more than that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, 
don't expect an equivalence, obviously. As far as no. I mean, they've already shown it. They, yeah. There's everything is every. That's the problem with right now is that everything yeah. is uncharted territory. Yes. I was telling, um, I was telling George earlier on. I I feel like this right now. What's going on in Washington with. Uh, the GOP and that side of the aisle and everything is essentially like a little kid that's realized that their parent isn't going to hit them. And they're just going, what? Do something. And that's what's going to happen. They, they realize that nobody's actually going to do anything now. It'll be really interesting when the Mueller report yeah, finally, yeah. finally wraps up. Has Mueller made an appearance yet in your... Uh yeah, he's made a couple apparently. Okay. He was in. He was actually. In, he's in the last one. He's in the one this week. He's, oh yeah. yeah, well, and I would assume again. I'm. Uh, I was really leaning more on the first year. No, he's um, been in a couple of them. Not not much though. Has Michael Cohen? Michael Cohen has been on there. Yes, he's. Uh, there was. I think I did an ad for his law firm. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I also like the parody in Executive Privilege of the infamous X-Men cover. Yeah, where which was out of date literally two days after I did it. <laughs> what happened? Scaramucci was fired. Oh, there you go. And he's okay, the, like the star go. of the it. Mooch, yes. Half the people in that, that cover are gone. Well, and, and likely the case with many of the people that show up in the in the first volume. Here. Oh, yeah. Most of them are gone. Sure. Um, luckily, I, I mean... There's at least get to say goodbye to Bannon and Spicer and stuff in in this in one volume. <laughs> That's crazy though. One year, not even a year. Yeah, man. I mean, no. You know, normally the turnover is usually after the first term, and they get people because they're just beat from just doing he's the got normal one, job. He's got one every six months. Yeah, yeah. Was Michael Wolf in like the McDonald's job? McDonald's has a lower turnover. <laughs> We need a new fry guy back here. Yeah. I'm done with this guy. Yeah. New Big Mac guy. You know what's sad? And I, I know I do. And my my Trump has gotten lazier. But when it first started, uh, I was doing it. And my radio friends are like, hey, man, you know, you could probably make some money. You were telling stations. me that this weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not fun to do. No, it's not fun. It's, as I'm it's, sure this yeah, isn't for it's you. And it's a shame because I understand. But I also know that really because it's so crazy. It's. I would think there are weeks like this week. This week has to have given you potentially. Well, you know what the, the 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 weeks and the days where a lot of stuff is happening is actually harder, because for one you have to single out what it is you're going to do. Then you have to like figure out a creative way to make that funny because you don't want to just verbatim it because you could things are so absurd you could write down verbatim what's going on and that would be the joke. But that's not clever. That's not creative. And as much as I want to, like, get something out there so that I can go and do the other things that I really want to do, I still feel like I need to, like, put something into this. And oh, so, yeah, no, I realize that. But, I mean, even just the material of the reality could inspire. It's, a little, it's a little overwhelming. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like this week, I mean, I'm just been trying. I've been trying to think of something that it's it's like everything's competing for for what the best joke is, you know. And I'm just like, how do I? Can I combine them all? And then then you get in a whole nother territory of like, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Trump uh, dreaming. 
Well, and, I've done you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Sure. Well, sure. that's okay. That's 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 fair. I mean, it's a new dream. It's a new. Yeah. You know, the device is okay. Yeah. That's it's, like I, saying I don't want to see Snoopy up on the uh, doghouse. On the doghouse. Yeah. He's not, he's not the Red Baron. That kind of <laughs> or thing. typing his novel. Yeah, typing. It was a dark and stormy night. That a boy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Uh, it gets. Uh, there's uh, a weird tightrope of trying to make something creative and then just trying to just get it done because I'm so sick of looking at this. this I understand. Yeah. Well, well, and also because of the constant change in the news cycle, you know, last week was all about Amorosa until he started uh, taking away people's security clearance. Mm -hmm. Did you have a chance to make fun of Amorosa or the security clearance stuff? I I stayed away from Amorosa mostly because I just don't like her. <laughs> I I feel I mean she, she Amorosa is Donald Trump. Of course, yes. And she does not deserve to be on anything. Right? This is this is the student outplaying the master. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to give her the attention she so desperately craves. Yeah, she's not is, she's not the president. This is Anakin and uh, and. Uh, uh, that Kenobi fighting <laughs> yeah. each other in episode I'm three. Like, yeah, I just like I don't I don't want to give her anything. She, you know. I understand. I don't think anything's going to come out of her little things and then blah blah blah. Uh, the security clearance I could have thought of something, but by the time I, before I was doing stuff like a, that day, and I'm not doing things that day anymore. You know? <laughs> it's all good, George. You can you can it takes you a, grab your bag. You're cool. It's alright, No worries. I'm down to like a strip a week now, and so. You know, by the time I'm doing it, it's practically old news, even though it's like a day. Yeah, I have a feeling that there will be more security uh, withdrawals, mm -hmm. so I wouldn't worry about that. There's always something. It's just well, that, that when there's something happens, you're just like, oh, I really wish I had come up with something for that. But it's like, I've got pages to draw. I've been watching uh, Maggie Haberman from the New York Times. Oh, right. And, yeah. and watching her. She did either the National Press Club, something on C-SPAN. It was definitely a C-SPAN video. And she said, obviously, the news cycle has expanded. Her workday has expanded. You, it's, you know, she said, you used to be able to check in with the White House press office at like five in the afternoon. There might be a final written press release or something and fine and you knew you were okay until the next day and instead we now have as we remember Sean Spicer talking to the press at night by the bushes and you know in the dark and trying to I don't even remember what the actual problem was and again it is all a blur when literally we're hit with it it's like a snowball fight we're, we're the old ladies with the groceries coming home and the Trump administration is firing snowballs but at stop it, it. exactly it's it's just too much. If you paid, the problem is, uh, like I said, it's been going on for two years now. Before, that's all I could think about, paying attention, doing a strip almost every day. How long? Huh? How long was that frame of mind? It, it lasted a good six months at least. Sure. Okay. Um, now, I'm starting as like, oh, I can't be living my life for this horrible person. Uh, I have all these other creative things I want to I've got comics that I'm making and all this stuff and then I'm drawing them and I'm like, Oh, I really like doing this. Oh, I forgot. I said I was gonna do this thing. So I you know, I go and I draw my Trump strip and it's come down to where I was doing like you know, four to three to two to like now one a week, you know. Is it one a week now? 
it has been more often than it hasn't. Lately. Okay. Okay. And uh, and so it's definitely not as fun. Like it wasn't ever fun because of what I was doing. It was fun because it was like, oh, this is a little creative way to make things that are horrible. And uh, it's like a kind of like you know terrible situation alchemy. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I yeah. turned crap into gold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's not as fun to do that anymore. But I, I, I don't know if you know this about me. But if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And yes. so I said I was going to do this until he's gone or I'm gone, and I'm be damned if I'm gone before him. Atta boy. So, Mike, honestly, I mean, and, and again, you're not a normally a political person, mm-mm. but it could have been worse. It could have been Millard Fillmore's <laughs> administration <laughs> or somebody like that. I'm sure if I were fired up about Millard Fillmore, I would have found something. But, you know, as I'm sure you remember, we were all fired up about Bush 43, Jr. Sure. You know what? And, and in comparison, look where we are. But But think about that. Think about in comparison. Now, there, there was something that you could probably find every day that you could have said about him, but would it have been something that directly translated to the everyday American where they're like, I cannot believe that somebody who I elected to be basically in charge of the world I live in. The free world, yeah. Is acting like this. There were a couple of times he a couple of times int- like he's like intelligent design. Maybe we should give that exactly. A look. Terry I'm not, Schiavo, the I'm woman not, that was in I'm the not coma. saying that he did things like I'm that. I'm saying there's plenty to criticize. Yeah, but it wasn't like hourly. Yes, yes, changing out. This is ridiculous. Yes, and we're in this social media world more than ever. And again, he knows how to weaponize social media more so than any other person that's Yeah, but I mean, I bring, this up, I bring this up a lot in my, in my strip. I literally brought it up. He's only talk, talking to 15% of the population. When you break down his numbers and take out the, the 3 million that are bots, and his, so he's 40 million, and that's only 15% of the population. Agreed, but that's all. But um, and they're the ones that they're the ones those, that buy the advertising. They're the, the ones, ones that, that are. are they're right. the ones that he's he is definitely. They're yes. the only people he is talking to. He, is fifteen percent of the population, but the rest of the population is listening. They are television. And I feel like they're making radio. a bigger deal than it ought to be. If if is the president? I know. That's the thing. That's the well, you can't that's the brilliant it. of the brilliance of the grift. Yeah. Well, you know Roosevelt in the depression and during the war used think radio. About, radio about, was the internet of its day. Think about think about the last guy. Think about Barack Obama. Yeah. Or think about Bush. Think about a guy that nobody liked either. Usually, uh, <laughs> think about Bush and how much. The day-to-day person actually paid attention to him. They didn't. No, they didn't need to because again, he wasn't as socially media-oriented right. as this guy is. Right. And this guy, again, that's why he, he, you know, um, the presidents for decades since Roosevelt were doing a weekly radio address. Well, this and guy... I work at a news station, and a few months ago he stopped doing them, and he's not doing them anymore because I used to work that shift. Where Saturday morning at, at uh, six a.m. they would play the the weekly radio address, and I'm like, "Where's the address?" They're like, "He's not doing it anymore." No, and he doesn't need to because again, yeah. he's got five things or twenty things he's to say. Got a on Twitter six a.m. toilet tweets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. 
so it's again this has never happened before this is completely uncharted waters no it's it's scary and i don't like it yeah well and again this is why i'm glad why am i talking to you again because this is good i know i'm sorry buddy i don't mean for it to be (laughs) such a depressing uh conversation uh, is this looks great? Is this where we sign the the uh, the the uh, co uh, like the co death pact right now, or are we just <laughs> kill each other on this camera? Is, well, no. This is our evidence in case like we disappear. <laughs> that this is fine. So you know, it's uh, we, we've got a live audience that also can corroborate and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, hey, man. Seriously, I love the book. I think it's terrific. Thank you. Um, and I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad you're committed because again. We're living that Chinese proverb of "May you live in interesting times." Well, I, I don't. I don't want them more interesting than they are right no, now. No, I don't either. And the thing is, I thought about this the other day because you know I was telling you. I mean, the reason you know I'm not a political person. I never was. I used to tell people to shut up whenever they brought sure. up. Sure. If this all went away tomorrow, I I wonder how I've changed now. You know, because I can't. I can't do that now. I hear you, man. And I, I think that's probably a good thing, but at the same time, it definitely feels like I took the, I uh, put the glasses on and they live, and I see, <laughs> I see all the, <laughs> you know, and it's like I, I, I yeah. wish I ra- I'd rather, you know, yeah, I'd but take these glasses off, you know, I want to. Do you think I want to be uh, Buck Flowers in that movie? I understand, but you also, I mean, as opposed to being, and forgive the description part of the sheep that are just hey i just want to get through my day this does kind of uh magnify the responsibility we have as citizens to not just sit idly by sure and to be and, more engaged and i think that speaks to the privilege that i was experiencing before you know where i was like i don't have to think about this stuff and you know i, I i'm sure a good wake-up call is, is good um but at the same time it's just like it sucks that people have had to live with this you know their whole lives and see this in the bright you know, daylight of reality, and I've been able to hide in my basement and draw people in their underwear fighting each other. Are you going to do any non-comic book events to promote the book? I would love to. I've put it out there. It's like if you want to, you know, do a book signing or something like that. Uh, but you know, this is new territory for me. I don't sure. know. So anybody that, you know, anywhere, anybody. Uh, I, I draw the line at Politicon, which I. Is there a Politica? A, I discovered that's a real thing. I've never heard of this. Which disgusts me to no end. How is that different than any other? It is a. It's a, It's literally like a comic convention right. for political junkies, and I cannot believe they are turning this into a game. That's essentially making it into like a pop culture sort of event. Is it here? No, it's in LA, I think. Okay. But it's like, go go and see all your, it literally says your fan favorites, like Ann Coulter and Ben Shapiro. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask. Is it, so is that a conservative? It, it's mostly conservative, but they have Democrats there as well. They've got a, they've got a, uh, an Alan Combs wing. But those are the guys that they appeal, they appeal to that sort of, you know, fandoms naturally gravitate to you know because the, they had that whole AM radio situation going on the whole Air America yeah and, and all that you know so uh, yeah it's uh, or, well the conservatives certainly have their thing yeah, and then they the liberals had, they well yeah because the liberals had Air America and that didn't last and no it did not and I'll be honest I'm not I don't like a lot of the syndicated political mm. You know, we've got our we've got our. Me own. too. It's hard to listen to. It is because because no, after a while you start having to make up some weird. You get really art belly on that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, wait a minute, uh, conservatives well, are talking about aliens? Yeah, how much know. fun did you have with the deep state? Because honestly, I, that... I want to bring that back, and I didn't. I was like, but I, I love that idea. I want to always have, like, Obama's hiding somewhere in the, in the Oval Office, ready to leap out and steal a sandwich. Yes, that's a great, that's a great strip. Uh, but he's, but I want to do that, is, but I haven't brought it back as much as I want to. Because I love the idea of him running out of the room yelling, Deep State! <laughs> the, uh, there's a congressman that got in trouble the same day uh-huh. that yeah. Manafort and Cohn made the news. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and his father is claiming that uh, who whose seat in Congress the congressman in troubles took, and the Is this father the one saying, that racked up all the all the uh, the the money on Steam, buying all the video games. Yes, and that's and went crazy. To, and went to the golf uh, went to the golf gift shop and bought Hawaiian. Shirts. I have no time for video games, and I draw comic books. This guy's a freaking senator, congressman. Congressman, come on. And uh, but his dad was saying that. Um, that the only reason why his uh, his son is being implicated is because of the the yeah, it's a bunch of angry yeah, Fortnite state. players trying to people. get him <laughs> trying to take him down. It's the deep state of Fortnite. Unbelievable. They're right. mad because he you know he's trying to you know he's he's a mad camper because he spawns really always taking him out. So for people who don't know that are listening to Word Balloon. They can go to your Facebook page, sure. and, and we'll link to the, the Go Comics. Post. Yeah, my Go Comics is on my Facebook page. It's on my website, uh, IHateMike.com. It's on my. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's a there's a real estate uh, guy in California has MikeNorton.com. So I like IHateMike.com. Always um, did. My Twitter, uh, the Mike Norton, has yes. has it all up there. So, yes. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Go Comics slash Little Donnie. It's easy to find me. I'm the first Mike Norton that comes up. So. This is true, but uh, no, man. I well, I enjoy it. I uh, yeah. I hope I uh, I hope your creative uh, uh, muse is being satisfied. I hope you. I hope you're able to step back and appreciate the body of work that you're I will. Out there. I will someday. Well, I, honestly, man, this is going to be like again. Uh, you look back at the Watergate days. I have a feeling twenty years from now we'll be talking about uh, remember the time with Trump oh sure and you're going to be because, like John Dean showing up because we won't know where we are anymore and we'll just be <laughs> we'll be disembodied uh, well we'll be know. heads in jars yes very Futurama exactly I just human? talked to uh, Bill Morrison Futurama oh really yeah. absolutely man I like that good. absolutely we were talking about him uh, using Al Gore in Futurama and how great that was and stuff and Nixon Aru Aru yeah, I remember seeing Nixon <laughs> <laughs> well as a, as a kid I was 13 uh, the the year the or, yeah I was thirteen the summer that Nixon seventy four no I was t- was I only nine it was seventy four I guess I was I was only, I was only nine I was one I understand but yeah I was nine the the summer that Nixon resigned and I did remember watching the Watergate hearings mm-hmm. and things like that and I had a real smug conservative uncle when I was in high school and he's like you don't even what was Watergate I'm like oh when they broke into the hotel of the democratic uh, organization and his eyes go away he's like oh shit he really knows and I'm like yeah I thought they weren't paying attention <laughs> exactly I'm like well yeah when I wasn't watching Gilligan's Island I was watching that crap and and that's the thing and it's that is the other good thing as as omnipresent as the coverage is they can go back and literally find that tape of him on Air Force One or the video yeah, on I Air know, Force right? One. Saying, I don't know anything about it. No, no, I asked my, ask my attorney. And it's like, yeah, bullshit. Or get Giuliani. How much has Giuliani been in? 
Not a lot. Uh, <laughs> that face. I know. That that face. He's like a he's like a really confused Nosferatu. <laughs> he's like he's just always surprised. Uh, I I don't know why I don't put him in there more. I well, like I said, I've really kind of squared it down to once a week. And I had a show. In I. I think I've, I think my disgust with the people is kind of starting to like wear on my like what I want to draw, you know. So I put myself a lot more in it lately. <laughs> yes, I've seen. So that. Like I don't. I was like, let's draw somebody I don't completely hate. <laughs> so I don't know. All right, we'll leave it there. It's all right. I uh, I understand, Mike. It's it's great, Mike, and truly, I uh, I enjoy it, and uh, it does make it a little easier to deal with it. And I, I know the fans will agree. Well, I appreciate so, that. Absolutely. Uh, Little Donnie, uh, the new book from Image, Executive Privilege, written and drawn by Mike Norton. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, John. That's Mike Norton, and that's Little Donnie. Pick up the new Image collection today. Order it for your, from your comic book store and uh, enjoy it. And uh, as we let class out, we remind you there's another class in session currently today on Word Balloon. Current events. It's a look at what's happening at Marvel now uh, with C.B. Sobolski, the editor-in-chief, Nick Spencer, the current writer of Amazing Spider-Man, and the great Charles Soule. Uh, great conversation. They talk about their mainstream Marvel books, their Star Wars works. Uh, Nick talks a lot about uh, Spider-Man and superior foes of Spider-Man. Uh, but they're also there for the, the questions from uh, the audience as well. So uh, a lot of Marvel fans out there, and they ask very good questions of CB, Nick, and Charles. And I'm happy to present that panel as our current events uh, class for Word Balloon 101. Thanks a lot for listening today. Uh, thank you very much to the League of Word Balloon listeners for your sponsorship. And Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. You can get things like the It Girl and Atomics uh, collection, written by Jamie S. Rich, drawn by Mike Norton. Uh, the two volumes are uh, at uh, great prices. Volume one, let's see here, that's uh, round one, Dark Street, Snap City. It's 42% off, $8.69. Or you can get volume two, which is uh, The World is fr Flat, and that is 60% off, $5.99. Then there's Mike's creation, The Answer, that was inspired by Blue Beetle and uh, the Paris Cullens Blue Beetle run in particular of the 80s. It's written by Mike and Dennis Hopeless, and it's drawn by Mike. A great, fun superhero adventure story. Mike's own creation from Image. The answer, pardon me, Dark Horse. Man, I'm getting everybody wrong. I said uh, Dark Horse being a little Donnie. Of course, it's Image. Uh, the answer is a Dark Horse product. It's 42% off, $7.53. You can also get uh, more volumes of Revival. There's the Deluxe Collection hardcover that features how many how many pages in this thing doesn't say right now but it's 42 percent off twenty dollars and 29 cents you can also go back to the trade paper get backs and get volume three a faraway place eight dollars and 69 cents 42 percent off there's the occultist that was written by tim seeley and drawn by mike norton 42 percent off nine dollars and 85 cents and uh, a hell of a lot more there's even uh, jay torres back in the day uh, did teen titans go and uh, this is the Together trade paperback um, featuring uh, art by uh, Mark Todd Nock and Mike Norton. 
42% off, $7.53. And then there's uh, also Volume 3 of ba- Battle Pug, Sit, Stay, Die, 42% off, $8.69. All waiting for you at InStockTrades.com. Don't forget, if your orders are $50 or more, you'll receive free shipping. Great books at great prices. InStockTrades.com. All right, let's take a recess break. Go outside while it's still nice out. But uh, it's still back to school for Word Balloon. Uh, Stick around. Like I said, the current events class also available today. The Marvel Today discussion with C.B. Sabolsky, Nick Spencer, and Charles Soule. And then next week, music appreciation, a great conversation with Bill Morrison as he tackles Yellow Submarine and in comic book form, a discussion about the Beatles, about adapting Yellow Submarine, plus some Futurama talk, and of course, Bongo Comics, because Bill was part of Bongo Publishing for quite a long time. But a really great conversation about his collaborations with Matt Groening, including the new Netflix Matt Groening animated series. Lots of great stuff, but uh, the main focus, of course, is Yellow Submarine. A good conversation with Bill Morrison next week on Word Balloon. I hope you'll join me. Until then, thanks a lot for listening. Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2018.